Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Y'all already know that I believe you can make the money and you can get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work for it. And it is my pleasure. It's an honor to bring you the information and conversations to help you do just that. And this week's episode is no different. This show is sponsored by Work University, which happens to be the first Black woman-owned online trade school that's on a mission to connect Black women all around the world to the resources that you need so you can turn your existing skills into new streams of income. Today, we have the pleasure of talking to one of our Work University experts who is part of our team of experts that helps our students figure out how they can create additional income in different industries. Kenya Kelly is the CEO of If You Brand It, which is a marketing and consulting firm. She's also the creator of the Monetize the Talk course, which we are going to talk about in just a bit. But Kenya, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. (laughs) So I always, I give people like a brief introduction, but I always like to give people an opportunity to just introduce themselves just in case there's anything new that I didn't mention or anything that you like to be known for. So go ahead and give yourself an introduction. Yeah. So I definitely, I am a TikTok strategist. I teach female course creators and business owners how to use TikTok, but I always like to tell people that I didn't start on TikTok. I've been in the game for 20 years, you know, and I had a branding consulting firm and it wasn't until the beginning of the pandemic when I heard Jesus tell me to get on TikTok that I got on TikTok. And so that's how I got there. I love that. Okay. So let's, I I did want to start like pre-TikTok because TikTok is like a new platform, right? So I'm like, I know she's been around longer than this. I know (laughs) she's not just, you know, you're specializing in TikTok now, but I know you didn't start in TikTok. Mm -hmm. So what does marketing and consulting look like? Like what were some of the things that you were helping your clients do prior to to taking over TikTok. For sure. So we had a branding uh, design firm. So we did personal branding. We were like, people would hire me one-on-one, of course, to do consulting, helping them understand their brands, get clarity of what they should be doing in their business. And then they would usually pay us to design their logos, their websites, graphics, uh, and things of that nature. Because I spent many years like just building businesses or whatever. And so it just made sense to do that side of things. Yeah. So I love that you mentioned, you know, Jesus told you to to go ahead and get on on TikTok. And somebody probably heard that and was like, girl, Jesus told you that. But this is the thing that I think is super important is not trying to separate, like, whether you're religious or spiritual, however you, you know, categorize yourself, Mm -hmm. not trying to separate that from your business. Because a lot of people fall into the mistake of thinking that they are like two separate things. Yeah. But one of the things that I have learned personally is that, you know, a lot of times this work that we're doing, it really truly is God's work. Like we are working on behalf of God to Mm -hmm. serve his people. And so you cannot do God's work without God. And so trying to operate these businesses, trying to be successful, especially when it's about more than just money, which for most most of us, it's about more than just money because we ain't start out making no right. money. Exactly. Uh, we started from a place, place of like passion and truly trying to find our purpose. Um, I think that it's super important to include that into the conversation so that we're not given like the false hope for people out there who are just getting yeah. started that you can just like do this on your own. I agree. Um, 
And I know that, you know, I, I comb through everybody's Instagram before we do these interviews. So I do know that you have very strong faith. I know that you are heavily involved, you know, in your um, in your church and with your community. So I do want to ask you, like, what did that conversation look like? Because I do feel like a lot of people pray and maybe yeah. go to church and maybe read the Bible, but they don't necessarily know how to tap in and tune in and hear from, again, whether you're religious or spiritual, hear from that higher source. So what did yeah. that look like for you? For sure. So I definitely have been in church pretty much my whole life, but I can't say that I've always been sold out by any means, <laughs> you know, uh, but over the last like 10 or so years, I started on this journey of like really trying to really get to know Jesus more intimately because there's like God, Jesus and Holy Spirit. And I was like, I know God, but let's talk to the Holy Spirit, see what's going on with him. Uh, and then and then I started getting more closer to Jesus. And in the middle of that time, I was building a business and there was this belief that I had that I couldn't always talk about God or whatever in my business because people wouldn't want to do business with me. And over time, the more that I kind of like got more intimate with my relationship with God, Jesus and Holy Spirit, I realized I'm actually being ashamed of him. If I'm not telling people that I'm actually getting my strategies from him, I'm actually trying to hide him. And so over the years, I started just going like, well, if God created the whole world and me, then maybe he's got strategies for my business. Because I was like, I wasn't used to hearing anybody say, you can ask him for a strategy. And so when I launched my business, I started asking him for for strategies. I asked the name of my business. I asked like, what should I charge for this product? You know, just, just testing things out to see if I would actually hear anything. And then over the years, I realized that like, no, he literally wants to be involved in everything. And if I ask him, I, I don't care what coach I pay, he or she knows no, nothing compared to what God knows. And I pay coaches, but I was like, let me ask the creator of that coach. Mm -hmm. And each time that I went to him, I found myself getting strategies that no one could ever give me, including TikTok. I love that. I've literally found myself having those same conversations. Usually, though, it's after I didn't pay somebody. <laughs> and then I and then I find myself going back to God. And I'd be like, well, why are you just in right. here in the first place? Why are you just in tapping to the source in the first place before yeah. you spend that money? So I yeah. love that, you know, you're not, I, I wouldn't say ashamed, but I love that you are more vocal about it because, those are the things that we're you don't see on TikTok or you don't see on Instagram yeah. that we're not necessarily talking about. But a lot of us, whether we realize it or not, like that's where our true like power and our true um, strategy, like you said, is coming from. It's yeah. coming from the source. And so acknowledging that, I think, is, is really important for people who are aspiring. And a lot of my audience is aspiring entrepreneurs or just getting started or They've been started, but they're struggling and they're trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, yeah. what to do to move forward. And that a lot of times is the is the missing piece. It's like you're trying to do this by yourself. Yeah. So Jesus told you to go ahead and get on TikTok. What did that look like for you? Because for a lot of people, myself included, TikTok really like took off during the pandemic. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was all dance routines. Like, that's what me and my homegirls was doing. We were, you know, on the stay-at-home orders, learning these dance routines with our yeah. old butts, right? Yeah. So that, to me, is, like, what TikTok meant. So what did it look like for you when you first got started on the platform? Yeah. So basically, when the pandemic hit, I was, you know, kind of freaking out like everybody else, thinking we're going to go into a recession. And so I just started praying. I was like, God, what do you want me to do? Like, what's the strategy for my business? And I heard him say, get on TikTok. And I was like... 
what is that? And because no one was talking about TikTok. This mm -hmm. was before anybody was like, before we all got quarantined. And I was like, I don't understand. I remember like my friend Shalene Johnson, she had talked about the baby shark challenge back in 2016 or 18 mm -hmm. it was. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But I kind of had this thought of myself like, well, it makes no sense to me, but what if this is actually a moment in time that he's trying to invite me into? And if I do it, something could happen. But I also said, well, I could also waste a bunch of time and nothing happens. So I decided I'm just going to try it. So I get onto the app and all I see is initially was like teenagers in bathing suits and bikinis, like showing their butts, you know, then a lot of them were dancing and I was like, what is going on? I wasn't seeing anybody my age, I'm 41 on the app yet. But I, so I'm a good dancer. So I started to dance. Then I started putting uh, videos of my cats on TikTok and they would go viral. But eventually one of my videos went viral that wasn't about business and it clicked. Oh, I've never gone viral before. What if I started talking about my business here? And I started talking about my business. And of course the videos flopped because nobody cared. Everybody wanted to be entertained. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing that, well, what if I took some of these dance routines, these funny things and actually became educated edutainment where I educated while I entertained. And when I started doing that, slowly I started taking off. And within six months, I had gone viral multiple times, 10,000 followers, 40,000 followers in one video. It just got crazy. Got crazy. So what would you say be, now that you have like, I feel like you're an OG in this space, right? You were doing it. You were doing it for business when other mm -hmm. people were just doing it, you know, for fun. Yeah. Um, and now you are helping like tons and tons of people monetize the talk. What is like the biggest misconception that people come to you with or that you hear, um, you know, when people are like apprehensive with, with doing business on TikTok? For sure. So it's always two things. One, they feel like that they have to dance or have to point or do something goofy in order to have success on TikTok. And then two, they think, well, I can't make money there. And I think it's because like we all have this picture of those viral videos we've seen in 2020, 2021, or even now. And we're thinking that is what the platform is because we actually haven't spent time on the platform looking at content around what it is that we do. Mm -hmm. And so when I introduce people like, okay, well, let's Let's do a quick search. What do you do? I'm a financial coach. I'm a business coach. Well, let's look at look at the content there. When people see, they go, oh my God, you know, but they have to get on the app first in order to see that. Yeah. And and I, you know, I'm one of those people that it's like I because I've been an entrepreneur for, you know, before Instagram was, <laughs> you know, was even in existence. I think Twitter, Twitter and Facebook were like the only things that were around when I started my first business. And so over the years, I've definitely learned like you have to evolve. You got to roll mm -hmm. with it or you're going to get like rolled over. Rolled like you're over. going to get left behind if you are not keeping up. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I can be honest and say I've been apprehensive with some of these new apps. You know, yeah. I, I, I went with Periscope. You know, I did my thing on Periscope. That yeah. was scary, though, because that was like the first live <laughs> platform. Right. And that was really live. It was yes. just like you and the people watching. It was, yeah. it was that that was out of my comfort zone. Me then, too. you know, Instagram added live and then Clubhouse, I was really like, okay, now listen, I got to draw the line somewhere. Like I'm yeah. not getting on this party line. You said you're 41. So I don't know if you were do you remember the party line? Yeah, uh-huh. So okay, I done told some little young kids about this party line. They have no clue, no point of reference. So I'm glad you you yeah. feel me. Like, oh yeah. That's what Clubhouse was to me. I'm like, this reminds me of middle school being on a party line, just mm -hmm. running my mouth. And I wasn't interested in it. However, 
TikTok seems like it's not going away. And so as an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to like figure these things out in some sense, not to say that you have to, you know, have millions of followers on every platform, but you at least have to have a presence. So for people who have that same realization and they understand, okay, I'm kind of getting left behind here. I got to start doing something aside from enrolling in your course. What is like some of the simplest ways to get started on TikTok? For sure. So one of the first things I always tell people is if you create Instagram stories, you've created a TikTok video because Instagram story is 15 seconds. Now you can go as long as it allows you to go and creating multiple stories, but it's just like creating an Instagram story. But I tell people to, first of all, download the app. And then second of all is I want you to go to the app and once you have your profile set up, there's going to be a little magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner. And I want you to click on that. It's going to give you a search bar. And then I want you to type in one or two words for your industry. Like again, business coach. And once you type that in, you're going to see the top performing pieces of content on the platform. And I want you to start binge watching all the content in that search, because what that's going to do is that's going to give you a blueprint of what is working on TikTok in your industry. Because otherwise you'll come on TikTok thinking that you're going to behave like you're on Facebook or like you're on Instagram. And it's really important for you to know this is what's working in my industry with the culture of TikTok and I don't have to reinvent the wheel. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would tell somebody to do is you've got to come on and play with the buttons. There are a lot but a lot of buttons on TikTok. I won't lie to you. Like I told myself like, I had to have like a come to Jesus moment with myself. And I said, TikTok, it's not going to get the best of me because I couldn't figure out how to use the buttons when I first got on. And so I tell people, you got to play around with just some of the buttons, you know, just figuring out what's going on there. And then I say, just create a video. You don't have to post it. There's something on TikTok called drafts where you can record a hundred videos and just hit drafts and they never get posted unless you pull them out and post them on the platform, because that's going to make you feel a lot more comfortable with creating content, okay? Then what I want you to do is allow yourself to be on what's called the For You feed, which is where TikTok is pushing out content to you. And I want you to start watching your own behaviors and what happens on the platform. Cause you're gonna see if you are a crypto person and you end up watching one crypto video, your feed is gonna be full of crypto because it's gonna keep you on the platform because they know you're addicted to learning about crypto stocks or whatever. But then once you start engaging with content in your industry, you're gonna see how much content comes up on the For You feed for you. So it's really about just taking a little bit of time to go, okay, what's the culture? What's working well? Let me try to do a little bit and not trying to go viral, not trying to get all these TikTok hacks, but just the basics. Because most people, if you would just post one video a day or a week, you'll have an incredible amount of success in 90 days. And you'll look up and say, I don't know why I did that sooner. Mm. So I've definitely gotten like lost down the rabbit hole of, (laughs) Like one, I, I watch a lot of like um, Amazon finds. I find myself watching all of these Amazon finds and then like iPhone hacks. You wish you would have known mm-hmm. secret websites. And it's true. Like once you watch one or two, there's 25 that show up. Yes. How are they pulling those videos though? Is it based on hashtags that are used in the video? Is it based on what that person has in their bio? Like how is TikTok saying 
watch this video based on what you just watched previously. Yeah, so it's definitely the algorithm and of course your behavior. So it's a bunch of different things that are happening. One, it is sound. So if everybody is using You Won't Break My Soul, you know, Beyonce, then if you've interacted or created a piece of content with that sound, you've already told TikTok, all right, send me content as use that sound. But two, it is SEO. So if you keep, if you keep talking about divorce, like on TikTok, then it's like, oh, she likes talking about or, or hearing about what's happening with divorce. But mostly I feel like it is your behavior of what your activity. So if you have this video and you watch it all the way through or halfway through, you just told TikTok, send me more of that. Right. Uh, but also like if I want, um, people that are uh, female course creators, then I am making sure that I'm using particular hashtags around course creation. I'm, I'm talking about it in my bio. I'm talking about it in my descriptions. And so it's, it's sending you the content based upon your behavior. And it's also like, it knows what it, who to send my content to based upon my SEO sounds, hashtags and all that. Okay. So let's talk about these hashtags because, you know, on different platforms, there's different theories about, mm -hmm. Using hashtags, not using hashtags, some hashtags getting you shadow banned on different platforms. Like there's always just kind of various, you know, mm -hmm. uh, voices having different conversations about hashtags. What mm -hmm. is your opinion, your professional opinion on using hashtags on TikTok? So I think hashtags are great. I don't think you have to use them in your content. Um, here's what I have experienced. What I've experienced is that if I use the hashtag business coach, right, then I am actually telling TikTok, send this piece of content to anyone that has interacted with content that's used that hashtag, um, but also send it to anyone who uses that hashtag. But I'm okay. also telling TikTok, send me content of people that use that hashtag business coach. And so when I am strategically trying to reach a targeted group of people with a piece of content, I will use specific hashtags to reach those people. Now, because TikTok knows my account and what my content is typically about, they're already learning, okay, when she puts out content, it's typically going to go to these people, but they are still looking at keywords, hashtags, and text on screen. Would you say that there are um, specific industries that seem to perform better on TikTok or is TikTok literally like wide open for any industry right now? It's definitely wide open to everybody, but because TikTok is more of a an entertainment platform, creators are doing the best on TikTok because people are coming, to, coming there to be entertained. And so I always tell people that TikTok reminds me of the Super Bowl Sunday, right? We mm. all came to watch the big game and that's the entertainers that are on TikTok. We are Budweiser and Doritos. We're the commercials. And so our job is like, even though people didn't come there for us, they're going to get us because they're trying to watch the big game. And so I don't think that anybody specifically is, is like killing it on TikTok as a business owner that's like, that's teaching. But I think that those that are being more creative with their content and intentional with their content are the ones that are nailing it. Got you. Okay. So since I have been, me personally, focusing on like growing my YouTube, I have just been deep diving on like all of these YouTube things. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I found out is that there's a whole like category of YouTube people that are killing it that have what's called faceless channels where they're mm -hmm. literally creating content where it's like voiceovers and you never see their face. You have no clue who's behind the channel, but they're getting like, I don't think it's called viral on YouTube, but they're getting thousands upon thousands upon thousands of views, which 
you know, YouTube, the platform itself actually pays you based on the views yeah. that you're getting, right? Once you monetize your channel. And so that to me is like a perfect opportunity for someone who might be camera shy or might be yeah. nervous about, you know, being in front of the camera. Do you have any strategies or just advice for people who know they need to be on TikTok, but they're just a little anxious about, you know, getting in front of the camera? Yeah. So for one, you know, I'm also a minister. So <laughs> I always tell people, I'm always like, first of all, you got to ask yourself, why do you feel that way about getting on camera? Right. Uh, because it's like it's not until you identify what's actually happening with you that you're able to determine if you're going to if you're going to do it, or if you're not going to do it. So that's like the first thing. Uh, but the second thing is, you know, there are people on TikTok that are killing it without ever showing their face. I watched a lady who uh, does tarot card reading, and I think she may have shown her face three times her, her first year. And she gained three million followers because people cared more about the tarot cards. You know, then you got the folks that are doing the. um with the plastic containers, they're like putting the food in the refrigerator and all that. You never see their faces. You just hear that stuff or you hear people that are doing voiceovers. And so you don't have to, you know, show your face, but you know, because TikTok really likes faces on the, on the, um, on the app, it's going to be really important for you to start practicing. Right. Um, uh, because it, you know, it's not normal to take your phone, look into it, speak into it, and then post it on the internet to see. That's not normal. We didn't grow up like learning like how to do a selfie, how to create a TikTok video. So to do that is taking you from completely out of your comfort zone because we've never grown up, grown up that way. But in order to get better at doing it, you're going to have to just start by doing it. And that's what I was talking about earlier about starting to just try to create on TikTok and then putting the things in drafts because you're not going to get comfortable posting yourself on a platform for everybody to see until you start practicing just showing up and looking at yourself on camera and get more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. And as you know, as much as I understand it, it's one of those things that it's like, if you want to be in business for, you know, the long haul, yeah. video is just a part of it at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, every platform, even if it didn't start out that way, except for Twitter. I don't know that Twitter has incorporated video. I know they incorporated voice, but every platform seems to be going in that direction. Mm -hmm. So much so that the platforms are like rewarding you for yeah. you know, creating video at this point. So unfortunately, or fortunately for some people, it is yeah. one of those things that it's just like, you gotta get with it. You gotta get with it or you're gonna get left behind. And entrepreneurship is like a boatload of doing things you're uncomfortable with. <laughs> you like out of your comfort zone um, yeah. daily, on a daily basis. So it's just one mm -hmm. of those things that kinda, you know, you gotta figure out. But like you said, there are, I didn't even think about that. There are tons of, of videos that I watch that I never see people's face. Like the Amazon yeah. Find videos. I exactly. never see anybody's face. I just see their Amazon Finds. And that's, that's yeah. fine for me. Mm -hmm. um, so monetize the talk. The link is in the show description below. But what are some of the objectives? Like what are some of the things that you want students to walk away learning or knowing how to do or being comfortable with once they take the course? For sure. So the first thing is like when you come into the course, we're not just going to start right into how to TikTok. We're making sure that you understand your, your brand, your brand's voice and things of that nature for the platform. We are teaching you about that. We don't focus on virality, but you're going to go viral at some point in time. And we want to make sure that your business, your website, your opt-ins and your funnels are ready for virality. Cause that first video you post could go viral or it could be the 20th. And we make sure that you're ready for what's going to happen 
happen on a viral platform uh, like TikTok. But our main focus is teaching you how to use TikTok as the lead generator that it is. Because it's the only platform that's going to give you the most highest level of views and engagement um, on the planet right now. And so inside the course, I'm teaching you all the business things, but also the how-tos of creation. So that way you're not asking yourself, how do I post a video? How do I put text on screen? How do I position myself to go viral? How do I sell? How do I acquire, like, cause you know, I've, I've signed a lot of contracts with brands that paid me like well over $100,000 last year just to create TikTok videos. And I'm teaching you how you can make that as a second stream of income. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, on the TikTok platform. Come on, 100K or better. And <laughs> right. that that is what I feel like a lot of people don't think about. Like we are thinking about, okay, how can I sell my product or sell my mm -hmm. service? But once you've really like put in that consistency behind creating your content, mm -hmm. these brands want creators. Like they mm -hmm. want real people pushing their products and their programs. And so that's a whole nother stream of income, you know, that you can add if you take it serious and if you are yep. consistent with it. So, um, you know, when I first bought like an Instagram class years ago, before it was a thing to buy a class yeah. about Instagram, people thought I was crazy. They thought I was wasting my money. But it's all about, and even when somebody hears like a TikTok course, like what, it's an investment, right? Yeah. And entrepreneurs, I feel like we we understand this. It's usually those other people that's in our ear that's like, girl, you're sure. <laughs> but it really truly is an investment for you not to just understand how to go viral yourself, but to mm -hmm. build up this platform um, that's wide open right now and is like literally full of opportunity for other brands to pay you to promote their mm -hmm. stuff. So you can literally get paid for the work that other people are doing, um, yeah. which is just like a gold mine. So again, if you are an entrepreneur of any kind, whether you are, you know, selling a product or service, I know, Ken, you specialize in like coaches, um, specifically and course creators, but TikTok is wide open for everybody. So yeah. I definitely feel like this information is useful, especially because, you are helping them with the back end. And one mm -hmm. of the biggest things, one of the biggest mistakes that business owners make is they dump this money into like Facebook ads and then their back end isn't together. And then you got right. the website and you can't do nothing with them. You're not prepared. So I love that you start there because that's so important in having that foundation and having your back, back end really set up and prepared mm -hmm. for the day when you do go viral. So mm -hmm. Definitely click the link um, down below to learn more and enroll in her Monetize the Talk course. Now, Kenya, I can't let you get out of here without getting into your business just a little bit because here on the girl, look at your face. Yep. Here on the Girl Stop Playing podcast, it's not just about, you know, making the money. 
You're about getting a honey too, right? So again, I did a deep dive, right? I did, I did my due diligence. I did yes, you did. Research, and I saw that you did, I don't know what year this was, but I saw that you did an interview with Bumble. And y'all were talking about divorce. Yes. And you mentioned divorce earlier. So I'm like, okay, she's going to make this easy for me. Yeah. Um, because I saw that you, in your clip, or how, or your intro, or, or I saw, I don't know what I saw, but I saw, yeah. but it said that you got divorced after eight months of marriage. Mm -hmm. I want to know from you. What happened? What, what, not even, I mean, you could tell us that. It's fine. You don't have to. But what was like your lesson learned after an eight month marriage? Like, what was that thing? Because let me just say this, a, a lot of, a big percentage of my audience is single women, whether that mm -hmm. means single and never been married or newly single and recently divorced. Like there are single women who still aspire, who still hope, who still long for, you know, that love relationship. So mm -hmm. I think it's super important for us to be able to have these conversations and share our lessons learned that could help, you know, the next woman. For sure. So um, I, well, first of all, we got divorced because my ex was cheating uh, and God is so, God is so kind. I'm telling you, I'm like his like favorite little girl. He told me in a dream multiple times and I was mm, like, what is going those on? Those dreams. Listen, ladies, don't just yeah. wake up and go on about your day. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. Tell me something. Uh-huh. But like, what would I say the lesson learned is it was, it's that like, one, we have to deal with our own unhealed trauma. Right. Um, before you start dating and get engaged and all that, you got to deal with like, what is your unhealed trauma? Because uh, I didn't even know that I had had any. But like years later, after going through therapy and I'm still in therapy eight years later because uh, I love therapy. I realized that like like attract like. So both him and I were had our own traumas. And so it like we were magnetized to each other, but we had all the same issues. Now, granted, I wasn't a cheater or whatever but I had my own baggage of things and I was looking for I was desperate and he was too and so once he showed interest or whatever I like gravitated to him but my healed self would never choose somebody like him not just a cheater but the person that I met when I met him I'm like oh he just he was a hot mess when I first met him like just just on paper and in real life um but I had issues that I hadn't dealt with and so I would always tell women and men that make sure you are doing your own homework on yourself, learning yourself, going through your own healing journey, unpacking your baggage and going to therapy, getting deliverance. I believe in deliverance uh, because then you can see clearly because like now today, the way that I see the world is not just because I have money per se, but it's more so like I'm looking for a man who wants to be my partner in life, not just somebody that I marry. It's like, oh, I do want a man who that if I had a child, he's like, you go to sleep. I got the baby. Like he's like these, these little things. He's like making sure that I am good and I'm making sure that he's good just in all things and not someone who's looking for a mom mm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's not, not I was about to say it's so funny, but it's not funny, but <laughs> I was literally engaged um, and it was eight months from beginning to end. Like the, oh, wow. the day I met him to the day I left him, it was eight months. And what you said about not, about basically attracting someone from like a broken place and like the things that attracted you were the things that you were either looking to complete you or looking mm -hmm. like you were and you use the word desperate I would definitely say that I was in a place where I felt like okay the clock is ticking like it had you know mm -hmm. like I'm looking for this next thing to complete this part of my life so that I can go on to the, to the next thing and I think mm -hmm. that is such a common feeling for a lot of women especially once you've accomplished you know, this, now you're looking at like mm -hmm. the 
statistics. Okay, this is what I got to do next. Yep. And, you know, we see the statistics around, you know, black women starting businesses and black women, you know, graduating from college. So we're accomplishing all of these things professionally. And then the man is just like the next thing. And we're not doing our homework, as you said. We're not doing our due diligence and we're rushing into these relationships that a lot of times like leave us even more broken after the fact than we were before. And so Mm -hmm. I just want to, um, you know, um, uh, I guess salute you for for being willing to share that and for your growth, right? And we are huge advocates for therapy here on the Best My Plan podcast because there's a lot of things that we are dealing with that like we got ourselves into this mess. So the likelihood of of us getting ourselves out of this mess without third party unbiased (laughs) perspective, it's probably not gonna happen. If it's gonna happen, it's not gonna happen no time soon. So Mm -hmm. I love that you, you know, that you shared that and that you have been able to heal and to grow and to learn from it. And now you're able to take those lessons learned, you know, into your next <laughs> loving relationship that that we're claiming. If it's not already there, come on, we're claiming it. If he listens, just send me a DM. Shoot your shot. Listen, no, that's the thing. What kind of man are you looking for, Kenya Kelly? We gonna we can go ahead and shoot your shot because I got the fellas that's tuning in too. Come on. What are, what are some of those things though that now on the other side of this, you're like, okay, you mentioned partnership, which is yeah. so important, but are there other things that you feel like like non-negotiable that this this next guy the guy has to have yeah so i actually have a list of declarations that i declare over my future husband like every day you know um and some of those things are one he not only has a relationship with jesus but he's like very obedient because when someone's obedient to jesus and you think about doing something that goes against whatever he's saying you're grieved about it and so he has to be very obedient he also has to have a jesus loving mentors because a woman doesn't know how to be a woman without somebody helping her. And a man doesn't know how to be a man without a man helping him. And so I'm like, he has to have that. Um, he also has to be uh, financially successful. Doesn't mean he has to be wealthy, but I'm not broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I just don't want somebody who doesn't have anything going for himself. I don't mm-hmm. care whatever his race is. He just has to have dated a black girl at some point in time in his life. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. And he has to be confident because I am very... My personality is what it is. I'm doing what I'm doing. And I just need him to know that, like, I need him to believe that, okay, go go do you, boo. Like, I'm go, girl, do you, because yes. I'm doing me, you know? Yeah. Yes, I love it. I love that for you. I, I am in prayer with you. Thank I'm you. touching and agreeing that he is out there. I always say, like, he's out there being prepared to love you properly. And right. when he's ready, he's going to show up. Um, yeah, so I agree. I'm excited for you. Keep us posted, okay? Oh, yeah. Come on now. Shot your shot. So keep us posted um, <laughs> when he shows up because I know that, you know, I know that God has everything for us that he truly wants for us. Um, exactly. And when we're prepared for those things we've been praying for, it all happens in perfect timing. So mm-hmm. I have enjoyed this conversation. I know that uh, my listeners have gotten so much out of it. I'm going to go ahead and scroll your Instagram here just one more time. But where else can the people stay connected with you? Tell them your TikTok, obviously. Yeah. So my t- everything for me is all Kenya Kelly. So it's TikTok Kenya Kelly, KenyaKelly.com. Everything you want to know about me on the internet is Kenya Kelly. <laughs> Kenya Kelly, she's easy to find, one of a kind. 
helping our ladies monetize the talk. So tap in with her, get connected, and let us know how it's going over on TikTok, y'all, because there's money to be made. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss out on any upcoming shows. I love y'all. See you on the next episode. Bye, guys.